The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. It's the best lip balm in America. Wait, what? Lip balm can be that much better? Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Doc Thompson for Balm Shot. Just go to balmshot.com. Balm is in lip balm, shot like shotgun shell. You got to read the entire story for yourself at balmshot.com. But trust me, you will love it. And right now, if you order six of them, you'll get a free Balm Shot uh, lip balm, plus a logoed baseball hat, and free shipping at balmshot.com. But make sure to use the promo code DOC, balmshot.com. Joining us now for the Daily Caller, Fact check reporter Emily Larson, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. No, thanks so much for holding for us. Really appreciate it. Okay, there's some weird, I don't know what it is about conspiracy theories right now about people being in multi places, but everybody is triggered like crazy from the last couple of weeks. And everybody is, or a lot of people were triggered by uh, Senator Steve Daines from Montana. What's Explain what's going on. <laughs> yes. So a lot of people on Twitter and, and some leftist uh, websites last week claimed that Montana Senator Steve Daines tried to make it appear like he was in Washington, D.C. watching fireworks when he was actually in Russia on <laughs> Independence Day. And that was a conspiracy that these tweets of him and his wife watching fireworks at the Capitol were staged or old or fake and that he was trying to cover up the fact that he was okay. in Russia. So, so hold on one second. So first of all, uh, as he, Steve is a Republican, right? Yes, he okay. is a Republican. Okay. And the- he was part of a delegation of eight Republican lawmakers who did go to Russia, actually, and they met with uh, Russian um, Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov in Moscow on July 3rd. So that's how this sort of started, is that the delegation was supposed to stay through July 5th. A lot of news outlets reported that. And it's true a lot of the senators did, but Steve Daines ended up coming back early because he was going to be in Montana for President Trump's rally. So, but because he didn't announce that, all of these people thought that he was making it up, that he was watching fireworks in Washington. So by all of that, you mean that he went to meet with Putin for future conspiracies to meddle in U.S. elections, right? In the midterms, that's... Is, is, so is, well, is it the Russia connection that really triggered the people? Is that what really helped this? It really is. It was the Russia connection. And, you know, this meeting was pretty consequential because it was the first time a congressional delegation had gone to Russia since... It, it annexed Crimea in 2014, so okay. it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. And a lot of you know people on the left though were very upset because um, that there were a bunch of senators who were going to be in Russia on the Fourth of July. Um, one website, Share Blue, said that they uh, were upset because they were the senators were meeting with a tyrannical regime that tried to undermine American <laughs> democracy is what they wrote on their website. Um, but it, it just the outrage went a little bit too far when uh, people suggested that Steve Daines was faking the fact that he was watching fireworks in Washington, D.C. Now, as it turns out he, he did make quite a journey. It was Russia to D.C. and then to Montana. I mean, that's most of the way around the globe there. It is. It's a very far way. He met with uh, the congressional delegation in Russia on uh, July 3rd. And then on July 4th, he came back and flew back to Washington. 
and got back into Washington a little bit after 5 p.m. Um, and just in time to watch fireworks from the Capitol building at about 9 p.m. and then went on a Fox News appearance the next morning on the 5th and then flew with President Trump to his Montana rally. Uh, the pictures of people with the conspiracy are hilarious. So people do side-by-side pictures, one of him in uh, Moscow and then one of him at the Capitol. And he and his wife are even wearing the same clothing. So they're like, aha, here it is. Well, you know, if you're traveling and you're on a plane and you step right off, you know, maybe you don't have an opportunity to freshen up. (laughs) It is a pretty uh, intense travel schedule. So um, that might have caused some of the confusion, but... You know, that's sort of how these false stories spread around, is that there's a little bit of truth in them, and then one aspect gets distorted, um, and it spreads like wildfire. A lot of things people were spreading were uh, was a photo of the meeting on the 3rd, but people had changed the date and said that it happened on the 4th, and so uh. that added to the whole conspiracy. So it's one little detail like that that can change a whole narrative. Well, and people then trying to prove it based on uh, what was in the background with fireworks and different things. <laughs> really? You're, you're, you're linking up fireworks pictures. Aha, see, it has the same blue little tail on this firework over here as the one in the background from 10 years ago. Come on, right? <laughs> Well, I didn't do a side-by-side fireworks analysis. I'm going off what his <laughs> communications director gave me. Um, so, well, Emily, that's one uh, thing I want to ask you is how difficult is it to track this kind of information? Um, it, it really depends, but something like this, it was fairly simple to reach out to his congressional office and get in touch with his communications director who said that he was, in fact, in Washington, D.C., as if the uh, photo evidence wasn't enough um so something like that is is pretty simple um i write a lot of other stories where it has to do with statistics or something a little bit more complicated and wonky and that is sort of always hard to figure out because um, people have policy disagreements about that but something like this uh was clearly fake news it was being spread by movie producers and people producers in the film industry and professors and a lot of blue checkmark verified people and um it was it was pretty crazy how fast this spread so funny too and let's say let's say he did lie about it right okay let's let's just say for a second he really wasn't back in dc he hadn't been whatever it was what what does that prove he he lied about his travel okay you don't want a senator to lie but ah putin could up He's colluding with Putin. He's still with Putin right He's now. There it what, what does that mean? That proves what? Russian collusion in our elections? Come on. That's still a huge leap right there. They just, they so want to be triggered and they're looking for the boogeyman, you know, in every darkened corner. <laughs> yeah, some of the tweets um, were from one was from a producer named Ben Wexler. And he said in a normal year. A U.S. senator lying about where he was on the 4th of July would mean would be a major scandal, um, but yep. that was not accurate. Um, another tweet was from a producer named Robert Shuley who said, how is it that Danes is in Moscow, on the Moscow roster, according to news sources, but he's tweeting about being in Washington? Um, Hilarious. It's a little bit of that verification from blue check marks or some of these news websites that said in their headline that he was essentially lying about being um, in Russia, what was pretty uh, intense. Wow. 
All right. Well, listen, we really appreciate the information. Thanks so much for sharing with us, Emily. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Emily Larson, fact check reporter at The Daily Caller. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.